doodle do. Hello, baby. What a fucking day this is. How's everybody out there? Sean and Dee's Good Tape. Sean and Dee's Good Tape. Sean and Dee and that Evan. Man, oh, that was Don't Call Me Coco or ever. <laughs> <laughs> You could be sitting there, you know, just out of the shower in your underwear, shaving your dick and just dancing around. That threw me off. <laughs> Sorry. I what the fuck, Sean? Do better. Uh, as you all know, disappointment starts with D. And, uh, and that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that's one. so good. You know, it really is amazing how much it sounds like you just went totally dirty on that segment, D, with uh, with the islands and the stream thing. It just I hadn't heard it for a while because we haven't done a show for a while, and it just amazes me how much it sounds like what you're shaving is uh, not shaking any sort of hips or anything like that. Well, welcome to Sean and D's Good Tape. Sean Newell, Dennis Brzezinski. How you doing, D? <laughs> Explain. Hello, Bongo. I- I, well, I've got a feeling lifting the veil on this thing that, is, that we've got uh, going on. Uh, that was, I think I was in New Mexico when that happened, and Richie was the one who pointed that out. Yes. And we did that that unheard podcast. Yeah, it really does sound like that. But it, and I was like so worried that my mom would hear it and think <laughs> she's getting information about my grooming habits that she doesn't need. <laughs> Yeah, it was so dope. Speaking, so dope. Speaking of Richie, Richie Seymour along with us too. How you doing, Richie? Gentlemen, I thought great. you were going to say speaking of dumb. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Aww. Aww. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Gentlemen, it's great to be here Richie, watching D try to get uh, Taylor uh, Swift tickets. You trying to get Taylor Swift? <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. How'd that go for you, D? I, I didn't even try. I have no idea when I'm coming home, so why would I bother? <laughs> trying to get four thousand dollar fucking Taylor Swift tickets. Pearl so, Jam was right though. So 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 one of my daughter's friends was trying like like they have cheer practice. She's trying to get tickets, not going to practice, and she gets in the queue, and she actually gets in, but then the tickets are like twice as much as she was allowed to spend. 
So she's trying to call her parents to get permission. By the time all of this works out, the tickets are gone. Oh. Like, it, it, devastation all around. Like when like, we say twice the price, what, what are we talking? What are we talking price wise? Like a, like through trick, like through Ticketmaster, the easier way to you know the cheaper yeah. way. Yeah, I, I want to say they were like these seats were like two hundred and fifty bucks each, huh. like more more than they they were expecting. That's more a, than they were allowing a teenage girl to spend on concert tickets. Right. And then, and and they actually told her, yes, you can get them. But by the time she was, you know, you basically have to just click and go or, or it ain't happening. Mm -hmm. Well, that was like Pearl Jam in, um, in 2020 before, you know, before the pandemic and all of that stuff, when they were going to play St. Louis, I think I got in. And by the time I got in, it said tickets are all gone. You know, you just, it's boom, boom. You gotta, you gotta fly with stuff like that. So, so yeah, it's tough. So, so it's funny we're talking about this because uh, we're going to see me and a couple of guys on my team are going to go see uh, Kiss at the Tokyo Dome mm. on Wednesday, and uh, I, I just I, I mean I'm not a huge Kiss fan. They've got a few great songs, but this is their, their last tour, the final, final, <laughs> and, final, final, and, very final tour. Yeah, yeah. and this time uh, for realsies. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> yeah, and and you know the Tokyo Dome, uh, uh, you know we as wrestling fans we hear all about it all the time and uh, uh I, I just think it would be a cool experience and i was trying to buy them online and uh uh it was it was ridiculous because i, I i'm on an airbase in in tokyo and i don't have a mailing address and uh, uh trying to buy it with my credit card they would only ship it to the you know that address which won't do me any good you know you know having tickets in michigan you know but uh, we were finally able to score some tickets, uh, so so we'll be doing that. But but it was frustrating. I spent like an hour trying to figure out what to do. We, I had the front desk guy here say, "Have him ship to my address. This is awesome." He he had gone and seen Guns N' Roses at the Tokyo oh. Dome earlier this month, and uh, and you know he was just really cool about it. And uh, and they just wouldn't do it with uh, with you know my credit card being a stateside yeah. you know address. Yeah. Well, why why not electronic tickets like the rest of the world does? Well, because we were trying to do uh, a certain section, and it's you know so close to the show, uh, and you know Japan just opened up, so everybody's you know going crazy for this shit. So I was on like a third party site trying to get it, and it was like only paper tickets. The way we ended up getting tickets, there's a goddamn machine at a Seven Eleven up the road where you just plugged it in, and they were actually cheaper in the same section. <laughs> you know, so that's how we were able to. So it dispensed tickets. They figured like, mm-hmm. wow, yeah, that's yeah. gonna. Remember when we have to go to like front row and, and yeah. uh, uh, Penny Lane to buy tickets? We bought Pearl Jam in '98 at Penny Lane. Or '98, '96, '98, yeah, '98. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so, um, so Kiss. I saw Kiss on their farewell tour back in uh, February of 2020, right before the world shut down. And, um, it, you know, you said that they have great songs. I would probably call bullshit on that and say they have, they have good songs to mediocre to good songs. There's nothing really that I would say is great, but, um, but it's fun. It's a fun show because it's, it's a, it's very choreographed. There's lots of pyro. There's lots of fireworks, all of that kind of stuff. It's, it's good. You'll enjoy it. So, so I I love that you just shit all over them one band michelle enjoys going to see it makes me happy (laughs) (laughs) well she won't hear it anyway so you know (laughs) that's true i they have a song called hard luck woman uh that i just i that is a good song love it's one of 
yeah it's a great fucking song i mean yeah they got some cheesy ass shit you know like going to see poison or something like that you're not going because uh uh you know they're gonna play every rose has its thorn or something to believe in for an hour and a half you know you're gonna have to listen to unskinny bop and shit like that Uh, but uh but yeah it's it's a spectacle and and just to be able to have that experience because i haven't done shit else since i've been here in japan for the last almost two months uh so i mean this is a this is something That'll be nice. Wasn't it the song? Wasn't it fair? Poison only played forty-five minutes. That was it. That's good. That's perfect. Yeah, it was. It was the right amount of time. Mm -hmm. I've seen Poison a couple of times. I think I've seen them play longer than (laughs) forty-five minutes, but I I may be wrong. I also have a drinking problem. So so. Kiss has a song called Beth, correct? That Peter Chris did. That that Peter Chris did. So when I saw them a couple of years ago, they have a different drummer now because Peter Chris and Ace Fraley are not in the band anymore and haven't been for a long time. But the drummer still sang the song, which I thought was really bizarre. Instead of just like we're going to do the song and you know like Gene or Paul will sing it. No, it's still the drummer that sings it. It's like this isn't your song. Makes no sense to me, but that's all right. Yeah. Other than that, might have been when they would take time off like during the show like like and no they're just i mean they still with it no I, I think they still had the whole band out there you know and and of course you're you talk, know you're talking like when mick fleetwood or alex van halen does a 35 minute drum solo <laughs> yeah. the other guys could yeah. take a shit or whatever they're doing exactly <laughs> or the grateful exactly. dead yeah, yeah. oh well, that's, that's different altogether yeah that's like an hour and so, a half drum solo so i i do have some bad news for all the fans um unfortunately when the dead comes to st louis i'm not able to go so we're not going to be able to do a uh, follow-up to their oh. Dead & Company concert next year. Mm. That's Sorry. too bad. That's too bad. Yeah, that's disappointing. So I think probably with something everybody's wondering that's, you know, the dozens and dozens that are listening right now, and maybe even a little bit, maybe even dozens and dozens and dozens. <laughs> no, we do. We do. We've had, we've had like record downloads since we stopped doing the show. People were so happy that we stopped doing it that they listened to us. It's amazing. Now they're all going to leave again because we're doing a show. So, so I think we do need to explain why we're, why we're actually doing a show since we don't do a show anymore. Yeah, I'd like to know also because I have no idea. D. Well, we were just shooting the shit. One we were just shooting the shit one night, and I said, "Fuck it, you guys want to do one?" And we all came up with songs pretty quick, I think. And uh, uh, I think we just missed this, you know, the yeah. the 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 regular shooting the shit with each other. Like we just spent forty five minutes, like we normally do, uh, before we even hit the record button. You know, just catching up and talking. So, and and. It, it, you know, I've been introduced to a few new songs because of this. I'm sure you guys hadn't heard a couple of the songs that I no. that I put out there, uh, uh, and I, I missed that. I really did miss that. I can honestly say that one of the songs that I picked for today I had not heard before I picked it because it was brand new. Was that goodbye? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Was yeah, yeah. Last, it was the last, last one. Okay. It was yeah. the last one. I had not heard it. I just saw that he, that it came out, and I said I'm picking it because my other two songs were from 2022, and I thought let's keep with the theme. And I had not heard it until we actually put the playlist together. That's funny. Yeah. It actually worked out okay. It's a I, decent I, song, but I was just like, oh, oh that, that was that was kind of a that was kind of an interesting thing. If if the song would have been terrible, we would have shit all over it. But uh, but it worked out. So yeah. I, and, and I already had a couple of songs in my head, you know, that I wanted to talk about, you know, which, you know, we ditched the 2022 thing. Richie, uh, I think you had two songs, 2022, right? Uh, technically, one of them is 2021. I, as, I, as I looked back, I thought it was 22, but uh, the the Katie Turner songs, 21. Hmm. Yeah. And, and, and the song I have is actually nominated for a Grammy or, or the band is nominated for a Grammy, but the album came out in 2021. So I had 
2022-2021. And that's a great uh, segue into the first song, which is the 20, uh, to say 20 again, uh, this year is the 20th anniversary of the release of Riot Act. And, uh, 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 and, and the song is Love Boat Captain that I chose from Pearl Jam. Uh, and this is the song that they wrote about the Roskilde incident that happened in, in Denmark, uh, uh, you know, two years to the release of the song. And uh, uh, it's just, it's such an amazing, powerful song when you think of it in that context. And Jen from France and I, you know, uh, got to see Pearl Jam in Copenhagen uh, uh, this year. And, uh, and, and so when he played this song, he was very emotional about it at the beginning of it. And it was just, it was an incredible, incredible uh, uh, experience and situation. We were both just like, fuck, this is amazing. This song is, is interesting because it, it, it kind of goes through, you know, obviously the song about love is, is its main, uh, is its main thing, but it's, but it's varying degrees of love and, and, you know, is love a good thing? Is love a bad thing? It kind of, it kind of, um, goes into a little bit of a shade of gray with some of it, but then at the end it's goes back to all you need is love. It's, it's an interesting little journey that Eddie takes us on when he sings this song. Well, and I, and I think it really is just pointing out to no matter what love is hard. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, it's, yeah, when you first start dating some someone, it's all, you know, roses and happiness. But, you know, it, love is really something you have to work at and, and build on. And, and you have your ups and downs, your good days and bad. And, and I think that's really, to me, that's the tone that the song really captures. Uh, the hold me and make it the truth that when all is lost, there'll be use. Because to the human race, I don't mean a thing. And there's just one word I still believe in. It's love. Like, you know, like a line like that is you know it, 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 actually this is a conversation we had before this you know like like you, you don't worry about the things you can't fucking control right you know just you know if you've got somebody who gives a shit about you who loves you and you love them back then then wow that's that's a powerful fucking thing all you need is love you know that's the, what the beatles said and what they say in this song too would you say that love is all you need Love is all you need. All you need is love. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so I did. I did find. I did find here uh, uh, the a quote. The quote from the uh, the concert that we saw. We kind of remember the, the. There is our lives before that and after that, and then there is our lives after that day. In so many ways, colored our humanity, our compassion, our empathy, our sadness. And since that time, a lot of us have gone on to have children. So now, even more than than then we understand the depth of the loss and we'll always be so sorry for the tragic events that took place. And we just want to say how grateful to some of the families that we've been able to be in contact with and to share our lives with and to share the futures. And we've become friends and we've witnessed the grandchildren in their lives and their accepting of us as people has meant as much as anything in our whole lives. And I'm actually getting chills and tearing up just fucking reading that. Like that was the quote from the concert we saw and just unfucking pleased. From the from which concert? The, the, one, about the, con the concert you saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because it was the first time they played Denmark since then. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, it was just. Uh, ooh. Yeah. Just. I, I mean, it's just such a, an amazing song. I. In uh, the performances, I think I got. I sent you guys the Chop Suey clip that they just re-released re for the Riot Act 20 uh, 
20 year anniversary thing and and you know like him and boom wrote wrote the song together and it was just just such an amazing emotional song like god damn it like yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. You, don't, you don't like Pearl Jam or anything, do you, D? No, no, I don't know why why anybody would think I did that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Richie, did you hear about this um this really cool interview that that Eddie Vedder did with Bruce Springsteen? By the way, did you ever check that out? <laughs> no, <laughs> first, first time I'm here. So is this it. is this your subtle way of saying you guys didn't look at any of the fucking clips? I, no, I did actually. I I did. Yes, I watched the YouTube I, videos this morning. Yes, I yeah. did not, but it was because our day was a complete travesty of doing stuff. Like we we went and cut down a Christmas tree. Reese is here. I literally did not have the time. I'm so si- sidebar. How long did it take you to cut down the Christmas tree? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about this. Oh my God. No, we went and cut was down one you? yesterday. Like, wait. So you two are actually cutting down a fucking tree. This is what families do, D. You go yeah. and cut down a Christmas no, no, tree. No, families because your wives because this. your wives make you do it, <laughs> and and they say that they have to have the Christmas tree freshly cut. This is what you do. Okay, wait. So, ooh, ooh, so I can talk that. Mike, so- oh, ooh, wait, hold on D go ahead, Richie. These are the things your wives can do. However, Sean, your wife, unlike mine, isn't allergic to Christmas trees. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. So we cut one down for our front porch. Oh, okay. So you put like a fake one in the house. She, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Okay. All right. So many goddamn questions. <laughs> oh, that's right. good. Oh, okay. It's first good. of all, like Richie, let's 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 couch the the outside Christmas tree, okay. real Christmas tree first. So my <laughs> first question is: Are you two, Sean and Richie, actually physically cutting down these trees? Yes. Yes. Like, are you using like a chainsaw? No, or an axe? use a little hacksaw. Yeah. Little hacksaw. Okay, so I guess I guess they're thin things. It's not like actual lumberjacks or things like. Because it first thing in my head was thinking like a, a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation where <laughs> got this. Well, we didn't get a sixteen tree. foot tree. We didn't get the tree at Rockefeller sure, sure. Center and put it yeah. in our houses. Right, right. But I, I I apologize, but I just had a problem imagining either one of you actually cutting down a tree. Uh, that that was my whole thing. All right, let's go back to the whole. You don't think we can cut down trees? You, do we need to? Do we need to have a tree cutting contest when you come home over Christmas Why? or what? Are Are you challenging I, us on this, D? I feel like he's challenging I, us, I, Richie. He's definitely challenging us. Just because you had to go chop wood when you were a kid doesn't mean that we can't do it. it means we no, didn't no, no, have no. to. I, I, and I wasn't even. I wasn't even thinking about that. Besides, shit, besides shit, D, to... you have trouble just cutting a, a rubber band off of your uh, technology at work. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, I had to cut wood as a child. I also had to help raise rabbits and saw them killed myself. And and, uh, and and nobody ever talks about how that how that affected me. But apparently, it's a you really had to kill them. You really had to kill their rabbits, didn't you? Feeling. No, no, I refused to. I refused to because I had I had to feed them and take care of them. Oh my god! And, I, and, and I they were smoking them. buddies. Do you remember that, Sean? We used to, yeah, exactly. Sean and Joey uh, and Brandon and everybody used to come and have a cigarette with me at the fucking rabbit did you just ask uh, me if i remembered that did you, did you did you just ask me if i remembered that well you, you didn't bring it up but uh but it was uh, uh we talked about it yeah, on the last freaking episode that we did, did we really? <laughs> yes i i never i haven't listened to it yet but anyhow <laughs> so I, <laughs> number one fan uh, <laughs> carry on not not one of the dozens and dozens <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. but okay so so is it 
does she insist that you have a real tree outside for Christmas? She or, or is it a, it's a thing for the kids? It's for the kids. It's and, and we've only done it okay. since we moved to this house. But yeah, she can't. She literally cannot have one in the house. It will like she'll start like sneezing and coughing all winter long with it. And apparently, I just heard the story today. Um, I just always known she was allergic to them. Apparently, it took until she was like twenty for them to figure this out. Every winter, they would get a Christmas tree in the house, and she would have this cold and be sniffling and sneezing all winter long, and they didn't know why. <laughs> and then they figured out finally, when she's an adult, that oh, you're allergic. So basically, she was just all hopped up on Nyquil all the time the entire Christmas season. Yep. yep. Nice. Nice. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. She's from Manchester. Uh, oh, oh, that reminds me. Okay, so I'm, you know, uh, at uh, Yokota, and uh, uh, one of the AFN commercials is, you know, for the Air Force, and it's uh, Fly Like a Girl. And it's like, uh-huh. you know, this, you know, trying to recruit women fighter pilots. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I just, I, I thought that was so fucking funny. Why did like, that remind so, you of it? Girls can't fly planes. Why did that remind no, you of it? So, I, I don't fucking know, Sean. You know how my brain works sometimes. It just shit pops in there. <laughs> so we're talking about yeah, Michelle. We're me... talking about Michelle and that popped into your head. Um it's interesting. Yeah. Well we're talking about uh certain exes in our lives and the one that happened to have Michelle's <laughs> not an ex. <laughs> Michelle's current. Well not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. She's that's you're trying to fair, kill her with fair enough. Christmas but... trees. Uh, God. And you're also trying to kill her with Christmas trees, <laughs> are unnecessary because they're fucking outside. You know what? You know what I need to do right now is I need to refresh my drink because we've talked too long and I haven't had a chance to refresh. So let's take a break. Let's go. And uh, well, I'm I'm shocked. Anyway, uh, let's <laughs> let's uh, take a quick break and we'll be. All right, we're back here on Sean and D's Good Tape, and uh, as Richie just mentioned during the break, we literally have gotten through one song so far because D won't stop sidebarring on things. D, what's your problem? You've missed I, us, I haven't you? Helped, you? I think that one was worth it. <laughs> you helped you help derail that. I think you're the one who said sidebar at the very well, first. Well, that, that's that's only for the tape to tell, and we'll see how I edit it on the other side to make it see how it sounds. Damn <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does have the power. <laughs> So I, I don't know if you guys have seen the commercials now that like they act like you have instant replay in your life and you can throw a red challenge flag anytime. Oh, like, yeah. oh that's awesome. Arguing. That's exactly what this is. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Controls the tape. I love it. So, <laughs> so our next uh, our next song song number two on the uh, on the playlist this week is uh, is off the new collective soul album. And before we get into the song itself, there is about seven songs off of this album that I thought about picking. Um, it is a really really good album i mean for for a band i had downloaded it when it came out i just hadn't gotten around to it uh, until you you brought this up yeah yeah they're they're just a solid band yeah they don't sound any different than they did you know 20 years ago no and 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 for us that's a good thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm really regretting i I could have gotten free tickets to go see them when they were coming through this summer and i didn't and and Uh man they're, they're such a fun show to begin with. You know, though, I don't know if the summer would have been a good time to see them, though, because you didn't know this album yet. And knowing this you didn't album, know it, but, it's, but boy, it's, it's good. good stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. But I'd love to see them now because I've heard yeah. the album and, you know, it mixes in with all their other stuff. I've seen them a couple of times and both times they were really solid. But yeah. this album is, is spectacular. You've, you've seen them open up for Sammy, right? Yeah, twice. Mm-hmm. Twice. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. I, I mean, between Sammy's new album and this album, like, wow, yeah. That, I mean, this is this is awesome for uh, people of our age. In, yeah. in you know, yeah, mid forty well, white guys. <laughs> and I, I really think they like, finally found this. Souls, <laughs> yeah, thank God, it's about time. Uh, I, I think Collective Soul is one of those bands that, like, even in our peer group, most people will have forgotten. Like, just oh yeah, but they still are. Yeah, I. I I mean, I, I know for a fact the three of us have always kind of held on to them because, like, there'd be one or two songs on the radio. Uh, uh, but most people just remember that, you know, the very first song that we had in the bowling alley. Uh, uh, December uh, and Shine are like, the two songs that everybody remembers. Yeah. Shine. That's, yeah. Is that the one? Yeah, right, right, right. Oh, and, December. I forgot. About and Gel. Yeah. And Gel was, their, was the big one, too. The, those three. Yeah. 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 Pretty much no, I, I, that I, first album. The second album, or I the second one, better. yeah. The first album yeah, yeah, just yeah. had shine. The second one's the the breakthrough one. That's right yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And VH1. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I got. I forgot. Well, they were heavy on VH1 when VH1 still played music. Well, because the second one had like the world I know and where the Run. river goes yeah. and like all those. Yeah. yeah. Where the river flows. Yeah. Flows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flows goes rhymes there's a lot of years so so it's funny it's funny that you mentioned uh vh1 so i i've gotten really big into watching with a lot of other people watching the show yellowstone and yellowstone is produced by mtv productions so at the beginning of each show it, it does the i want my mtv thing and the other day the other day amanda goes what are you watching MTV for? I'm like, I'm not watching MTV, nor would I ever have any reason to watch MTV now. But it's kind of funny though, that there's something like prominent in society. That's not garbage that actually produced by MTV. Yeah. Everybody keeps telling me I should watch Yellowstone. You just haven't gotten around to it. You should. It's good. Yeah. I'm behind on a lot of TV, but, uh, but, but yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah, no, this is a great song. Like it's classic collective soul. Uh, uh, now we're running like criminals at large, never knowing. And where we ever charged, like, like it's, yeah, there's some great. And, and the, the singer, he's got such an amazing voice. And it's just, it, the song's basically about, I mean, the way that I took it at least, cause there's really no notes on it or anything. So we can take it however we want is basically just how, you know, as life goes on and more and more stuff happens, you just get, you get kind of everything gets spread out amongst everything. And, and you, you're kind of made up by everything that's ever happened to you over the course of your life. Some, and, and he, t- oh. he speaks, he speaks more about discontent, but I think it could be even broader than that if you wanted it to be. See, and I felt all, like it was all more our of a- piece. All our pieces scattered out like wind of disintent. All our pieces we gather up, but they just don't seem to fit. And mm-hmm. Richie, I think this is probably lay into what you were going to say. And, and I would say, uh, like, it has an undertone of an actual love song. Like, it's a it's a couple that they've had ups and downs, but they still fit together. Like, it is is how I took it. Just that you know, even even though it doesn't seem like it every day, as we've grown older, everything just fits. Well, yeah, whether the pieces scatter and we, we yeah. uh, uh, grow away from each other from what, what was the original attraction, mm-hmm. you know, we come back and we're still this, they seem to fit the puzzle right. pieces go together. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Dee's finger when he cut it off and they put it back on, it still fit where it was supposed to. So, so real quick for the listeners, cause they can't see. <laughs> um, and, and we only hinted at it earlier. Dennis on his uh, left hand 
has this bandage that it's it's just wrapped his middle finger wrapped like a, a giant softball and apparently he was cutting a small rubber band and sliced <laughs> through his finger and almost cut his finger off he's old school yet, he's old yeah, school and, understanding he was cutting the rubber band off of his morning newspaper yeah, to uh, yeah. unroll it and read it and this is what happens yeah but he thinks he can cut down a tree not no not happening listen i never i, I listen i i never this whole tree cutting competition thing is hilarious to me i i would love if i actually wanted to go see my family in franklin and and if the equipment that's in my name by the way because i would live longer and so that that's what? another story you still own tree cutting equipment in franklin <laughs> yes no no technically let's, let's get it technically did you, i can't even do quote fingers you can't because you, you can't bend your finger because <laughs> it's a softball oh my gosh yeah no, uh, yeah no no the uh, yeah no I split wood, I did so so man. you and a, you and Abe Lincoln buddy you so, and Abe Lincoln so when you get down here when you get down here for Christmas we're gonna go to my mom and dad's house and my dad's got all that timber behind his house and we're gonna go chop down some trees. Well, I never actually chopped down a tree. I only took it, took the tree and split it up into to wood. But but no, I'm just saying. And I didn't even think about the whole fact that I used to have to split wood all summer long. I, I was just thinking like thinking of watching my dad and his friends cut down a tree to take the wood, uh, you know, to use in a furnace and uh, and thinking about the two of the three of us, you know, somebody actually doing that. But now that you're talking about like, you know, cut weeds or some shit like that for the death tree, uh, the death Christmas tree. At the, cut at the weeds. These are evergreen trees, D. Yeah. These aren't weeds. These are evergreen trees that are now this... they're now either inside or outside our homes, depending on which one of us you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, it's it's an eight foot tree. I can just I, it's an eight foot tree that Ricky's going to just secretly put a little bit of a uh, needles into uh, her pillowcases. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, just that's just because he's trying to get rid of the dog. I think you're allergic to the dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like the dog. It's the cat that's got to go. Oh, the cat. Okay. Okay. All right, so let's get this thing back on track. Song number three, Richie, your turn. So this one's mine. I, I I'm really intrigued how what what D thinks of it. Um, I think it has a very interesting sound. I really like the song. It's Jack by uh, Hardy, which I don't think it's a band. I think it's one dude. It is. It's a country um, singer. Yeah, clearly it's really? a country singer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it like to me this was just a cool song. I don't think I've ever. I, I don't think I can think of another song where it's sung from the drugs point of view. And that's this whole song is about Jack Daniels talking to the lead singer of, you know, Hey, I'm your buddy basically. And, and mm-hmm. just, just kind of laying out his case. And uh, it's, it's, it's a pretty hard song. I, I like it. What do you think D? It took me a couple of listens. Uh, you know, the very first time I heard it, I was like, you know this puddle of mud fucking song yes this very sort much of, you know and, much. Uh, derivative of that post grunge you know slash you know that was trying to fit in new metal before new metal took over yep. uh it, it, yeah yeah the first couple of listens were not were <laughs> not good and 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 sean you said this guy's an actual country artist mm-hmm. like 
yeah. the rest of his stuff is country. I don't know if is all of it a, is. I know this, he I know he does country songs and uh, and here here's what my problem was with this song. If I could if I could uh put in for just a second. I like the song. I love I think it's very well written. I like the perspective of it. He does a fake country accent at the beginning when he's not making it a rock out song when he's just yeah. singing it he's he's using that this is what i don't like about modern country they use this fake like i got a dip in my mouth kind of kind of thing going on and that's what he sounds like at the beginning of the song otherwise i think the song's really well done but i i hate that sound of his voice See, at the beginning of the song and, and i never took him as a country singer i thought he was trying to countryify himself to be jack daniels so so well maybe that's it maybe that's it but i didn't like how he did it the, the, the song is Jack Daniels speaking to a guy that he has a grip over mm-hmm. and, and the whole time. No, and, like, and, 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 and it's, and, and the, the progression of it too, yes. you know, like mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's like, Oh fuck at first, this is fun. And now all of a sudden, uh, uh, real quick, uh, Michael listen, Hardy, uh, known professionally as Hardy stylized in all caps is an American country music singer and songwriter. He's written songs for Florida Georgia line. Uh, Chris Lane, Blake Shelton, Dell Smith. I don't know any of these people. Uh, but you know, uh, Florida but, uh, Georgia. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least yeah, one song by him. Uh. <laughs> but uh, but I, that's intriguing to me that he's like because this this is more like Kid Rock kind yes. of country than than yeah yeah. Than, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, but anyhow, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but but yeah, that's that's an I I would never I would have just assumed this was guy like puddle of mud or or you know uh, oh what the fuck is that guy name from uh, uh in Queen now that was American Idol Adam Lambert anyhow that's it yeah yeah that that sort of stuff that you know that that derivative sort of uh, shit that came out of like the two thousands but anyhow. Uh, yeah, I just I wanted to throw it out there. I thought uh, I thought the message was interesting. Mm-hmm. No, I it is. Heard, it heard is. a song from this take. Um, mm-hmm. The whole like you know like in the chorus, he, he's saying, "Ditch me when you wanna." Like I'm out here if you need me. Come on back anytime. But he but knows he knows that when you get that far, you're going you're, to, yeah. you're you're done. You're done. You're you're hooked at that point. Hey, your your friends are pissing me off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh my god, that's a great line. It, it, that that was a great line in that song, and and it kind of made me think about you know like a. Allison Chain's Dirt album, which was, you know, yeah. most of that album was written about Lane Staley's heroin addiction, about his struggles with addiction, and then then the other the other song, this is blasphemous in 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 some way, but the other song that it made me think about was uh, uh, Rolling Stone's "Sympathy for the Devil" because it was written yes. from the devil's the devil's point of view. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I, Looked away to, to cough with I have some AirPods in. <laughs> so it was still <laughs> but anyhow, but yeah, but that was that was uh, that was that was the other thing it made me think of was was the way it was written was yeah. similar to this is the devil writing a song. Yeah. Not I, 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 down to Georgia. But... Well, and the devil isn't writing the song in that one. He's just a character in it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. No, I just thought it was kind of an interesting song, so I threw it on there. Yeah, yeah, and I had not, mm-hmm. I had not heard it before, and and like I said, it it, it really kind of grew up. Uh, uh, I thought it was a good song. My, like I said, my only complaint was uh, was his fake country accent at the beginning, and maybe that's how he really sounds. But if that's how he really sounds, I don't really understand why he is a, a singer of many songs in the country music world when he has a fake country accent. So yeah, yeah, I don't dig that. 
I think I've got the next song, don't I? You do. Sir. I do. Yeah, I almost Ooh. skipped over. I almost skipped over it straight to your next song. I didn't see it in the notes. But uh, my next one is off of another really good album that came out in 2022 by Colin Hay, and this song's "Into the Bright Lights," which DU uncovered since uh, we put this on that this is actually a cover song. Yeah, yeah. Like I listened to it the first time, and then when I started doing the notes, I was like, "Oh fuck!" And then that, that little video I sent you guys mm-hmm. was, you know, like Chris Trapper was apparently opening for Colin Hay. And he was like, dude, I like this song a lot. And, and uh, you know, you mind. And yeah, I like both of the versions sound pretty similar. Yeah, I like this song a lot. I think it's a very, very upbeat, just makes you kind of feel good about life type of a song, which uh, we don't do a lot of those on the good tape. Usually we're uh, we're much more sad because, you know, all of these favorite songs are slow and sad. Um, But uh, but this one's just uh, <laughs> we we can go through past history on this with uh, yeah. with uh, other conversations we've had on past shows, but uh, but see uh, episodes one through fifty four. Yeah. By the way, by the way, another sidebar. Thanks for reminding me of this, Reggie. This is not episode fifty five. This is season two, episode one. By the way, we're going to change it up and start season two. <laughs> I thought I thought we did season two after we took the break after Thanksgiving uh, in twenty nineteen. Sure, we did. Or twenty twenty. And then it's season three, yeah, whatever, I guess, whatever. I, yeah. I guess, I guess Sean has editing powers. So yeah. Exactly <laughs> yeah. So this is season two, episode <laughs> one. Um, but, uh, but anyway, no, I think the song, I don't think the song's any like great shakes or anything like that. It doesn't like blow your mind. Awesome. But it's just, it's just a nice yeah. song. It just, it, it just, was. it just kind of oh, makes absolutely. you feel good when you listen to it. Yeah. And, no, and, I, and, I agree. Yeah. And, and the acoustic wave and, and, and the guy's voice and, the way he sings the songs like we i think all three of us are pretty big colin hay fans even though none of us realized he was from men at work until scrubs probably no and mm-hmm. uh, uh and it, yeah and and it was yeah no it's just such a pleasant song it's such yeah. a yeah a very good listen. The episode, the episode where he's actually in Scrubs in the episode, you, that's that's a great episode. My overkill, of the show. yeah, yep. my overkill, yeah, 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 that's good stuff. That's such a great. When at the very yeah. end, Doctor Cox takes his guitar and destroys it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. I can't get to sleep. so so this next song i'm really i'm really excited to talk about the next song um richie richie this is a song you came up with and unlike the colin hay song i think it's got a ton of substance to it so so go so go ahead so uh the song is uh god must hate me by katie turner um I think it's very evocative of a type of song that is very common right now and even I'll say D, the next song that we get to after this, I think is is even in that vein, but it's the kind of self-loathing, like really taking a look at myself. Um, there, there's another song called uh, right out right now called Victoria's Secret that's in the very very much the same vein where it's a, a girl talking about all of her issues growing up. And now that she can report back to her younger self, hey, Victoria's Secret is that she's a dude she was made by a dude. Um because the company's run by a dude. But that's where this God must hate me. I, I kind of, I feel like it's in that vein. Go ahead. It, it, it's, it's, and one of the reasons, like, like you were worried, like we've got uh, two other songs by female artists and you were worried, you know, like we have trouble talking about, you know, some songs that we enjoy written by females, but, but the three songs that we have here on, on this episode, I think are relatable regardless oh, yeah. of, of who you are. Like, like this, this song here, this song here is like, you'll, 
you know, you look at somebody and be like, fuck. Like, they're that perfect. Guy's so, yeah. Like, for us, it'd be like, Jesus Christ, look, the chicks are all like this guy. He's so charismatic. You know, he doesn't have to try. And he, you know, that sort of thing. It's, 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 it's even, even as, you know, a 44 year old, it's, you know, it's still very relatable. Yeah. Uh, yes. And, and, and I can't imagine, like, like, you know, I, I have, uh, three nieces, you know, and, and, you know, two older sisters. So, so I, I had a lot of, like, I, I've been around a lot of them, this sort of situation where women, uh, we've, we've been horrible to them as, as a society and are continuing to do that, but that's another story. But, uh, it, but, but we, uh, uh, like, like, I can't imagine the pressure that they're under and I won't ever be able to understand it, but, but to hear it from this young of a voice in this perspective. The line in the song, if Jesus died for all our sins, he left one behind the body I'm in. Whoa. I mean, that is, that is some powerful writing right there and really sums up the entire song and about the, the body issues and, and just, I'm not worth anything type of type of attitude that this song is about. But when I heard that line in the song, I was just like, man, that is, that is some seriously powerful stuff. And I, I will say this one, what I really like about this song is it doesn't do the cop-out at the end of of putting a nice coat of paint or all over everything and saying everything's okay. No, she she owns it all the way through that, you know, God must hate me. Like, I, 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 I really appreciated that with this song. Do you ever see someone and think, wow, they got lucky, the craftsmanship of their bones, their brain, and their body? When I look into the mirror for too long, it hurts. They don't track how many steps it takes to burn off dessert. Yep. Got ample mental illness, personality flaws, while their only flaws seem to be that they have none at all. Yeah. Like, like the fact that somebody is thinking that, you know, is fucked up. You know, like, uh, uh, you, you... You look at, and, and of course, the person that she's looking at probably is way more fucked up than she yep. is. Yep. Uh, uh, it, and, and, and that's and that's one of those things going back to what we talked about. Like, only worry about the things that keep you in control. Like, like, like you can see, like, once you get up past thinking that this person's got everything, fuck them. Like, God damn, I'm so frustrated. Why don't I have it? Once you can get past feeling that way. And just being yourself and, and, and being in control of what you can control, you know, that's, but it's a struggle. Not, not everybody gets there, obviously, you know, but it's, 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 but yeah, this, this song hit me, hit me in the field, Richie. This was, this was a great one. And that, that video of her in the fucking church, like Jesus Christ, like even, even having the guy dressed up like, you know, like a clergyman uh, playing the fucking organ behind her. Like that was so powerful. Her just sitting down next to a pew, like it was just and, fucking amazing. And I mean, this is such a minimalist song. Like, there's there's barely yeah. any accompaniment behind her. It, it's 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 very naked and raw. Is just kind of the feeling of the song. She, it's, the three it's of us her. love shit like that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This this was this was such a fucking cool cool song and cool mm-hmm. discovery. Like, I can't wait to share it with other people. So on that note, break time, because this should be the end of side A. So we will we will take a quick break and come back with a song that's really in very many ways similar to the song that yes. we just talked about. But we'll talk about that on the other side of the break. Here- 
All right, welcome back to Sean and Dee's Good Tape. And uh, the next song on the list was kind of the the uh, community song, if you will. But really, Dee, you you were the one who was kind of pushing for us to do this song, and it was a very good choice. So so go ahead. Well, it's it's Antihero, the biggest song in it, by by Taylor Swift, the biggest song in, in in the world right now. Like you know, Richie talked about the whole ticket scandal thing at the top of the show. Uh, it, like yeah, this song. Like she is an amazing songwriter, and this is a fucking earworm that you will never fucking get rid of. And and yeah, and I don't think it's really all that unlike the song, like I said before the break that we just talked about from Katie Turner. It's the same sort of sure. vibe. Sure, it's the same sort of. Go ahead, go ahead. Dude. It's the same sort of vibe, but in in a in a more I know I'm the problem sort of way. Like it's, 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 it's self-loathing, but it's self-loathing in, in, uh, uh, a mental capacity as a part, as opposed to, you know, looking in a mirror sort of thing, even though that's a line in the song too. And it's also along the lines of when people tell you that you're that person for so long, eventually you think that you become that person. You know, if somebody tells you that everything yeah. you do is wrong, then eventually you believe that everything you do is wrong. And I, and this song just really stuck out to me that way. I, I really don't know how, like, I love the song. I don't know how much of it to take on face value and how much to take of it on, like, I, I think Taylor's one of the most brilliant people from a managing public perception. Like, she actively does that. She manages how the world sees her. And I think, like, you you could you could take this song as she is in this meta place where she's, saying all the things that a lot of people say about her and it's like like acting like she's getting it but i i I don't actually think that she like i i don't think that she's that person at all so you think uh instead of being the stone cold steve austin of pop music where she's trying to be (laughs) she she's making it look like she knows she's the bad guy but you know listen this is what it is and I'm being real with you and everybody loves me for it. You think you think she's strategically yes putting this out there. I oh, do. I do. Oh, the really stone we're gonna have some feedback on we're gonna that. Have, yeah 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 yeah. That's, that's Be, that's because funny. it's like 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 just like the little lines like always uh staring at the sun but never looking in the mirror. Like it's uh, like these are all the things that, that people have said about her for years. And and I just I feel like she's above all of that, but but of course she's above all of that. But she also don't you think that the song is a meta version of that? Like where she like I think you might have even said that. Like yeah. she realizes what she's doing and stirring the shit up intentionally. Have you listened yes. to the rest of the album? I have, I have, and, and I do. I, I that's I think that the song's very <laughs> intentional. And I, I do think, but it's it's how meta do you actually get? Like, what level do you go to? Because you, you go down, like, the face value meta, you go one more level beyond it, and it's it's her, you know, looking up at us from hell. Like, yeah. laughing up at us that's from a great, hell. That's like, a great line, by the way. It's a great line. Yeah. It, it, it really is. That line, and did you hear my covert narcissism? I disguised as altruism, like some yes. kind of congressman. Those were those were my two favorite lines in the song. <laughs> yeah, I loved yes, it. Yeah. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, 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 Which yeah. kind of that line actually about the narcissism and altruism actually backs up what you're saying, Reggie. 
and, and mm-hmm. it's but she's so damn good at this you could tell me either way that that like she is oh. just just she knows that this song is going to push all the buttons and she did it that way or she knows that this song's awesome and she she went for that route like you could tell me it's, anything it's probably it's it's a combination of the two yeah and the fact that this was the lead single uh, uh, off this album makes all the sense in the world because the rest of the album is is a little bit different than this song. You know, there's still the whole "woe is me" sort of shit that nobody believes Taylor Swift is is uh, 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 what's uh, what am I trying to say? The victim. It, it, it's not. Yeah. Well, it, but but again, going back to uh, "God Must Hate Me," you know, just because you're a successful yeah. uh, musician songwriter doesn't mean you don't still have insecurities and believe that you're the flawed one. Like it, 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 it's, it's, it all goes back to that, you know, it's, and, and she's built a career on it, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, uh, she single-handedly has, you know, brought out the Pearl Jam argument for Ticketmaster, uh, just by the fact oh, that yeah. she, she affects so many people with her fucking, songs with her lyrics with her music for and 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 she's been doing it now for almost 20 years well and not touring for five years like like you 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 create a scarcity of everyone wants to see you like you effectively have now 10 years worth of people basically that haven't gotten to see her that have gone through the taylor vortex that were too young before her last tour but like like you have a a group of them that just got into her the tail end and couldn't go and then you have the newer and, ones that are into her now. Like, I and, totally and, and she it. put out she put out two albums during the pandemic before yeah. this one. Yeah. Plus, plus, uh, plus re-release six more albums. Like, she's yeah, done more music yeah. than most than like any five bands combined during the pandemic. And and she's just such a brilliant songwriter, and she has been for oh, the yeah. longest time. Mm-hmm. The longest time. And Jamie, uh, one of these days we'll do a, we have to do a Taylor Swift one with me and you and sean and 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 and, and somebody have... else one more person has to be on there <laughs> but, but we but we can't do a full fucking taylor swift playlist because it's a lot of uh, uh female yeah things oh and it's not going to be the three of us no yeah, no, no no that ain't happening no. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh oh i i know who you're talking about i've got a feeling uh i know who you're talking about who might be a good fit for that that show uh, uh jamie it, it, yeah i would have gone with jamie laura doesn't like I, music i said oh i i meant it would okay anyhow fuck this <laughs> part. anyhow uh but yeah no it's brilliant it's it, it's such a great song such a great album and i'm so happy that the album was good because i have a lot invested in it yeah did we talk about that yet? By the way, we have about not, your we investment, have your ta- so so we can yeah go ahead talk about your Taylor Swift investment over the last uh, over the last bit. Yeah, I I own five copies of this album. Uh, yeah. and why four different versions? Well, there was four different versions uh, from the Taylor Swift official site, and then Target had an exclusive one. So uh, yeah, are you a member of her fan club? No, not a member of a fan club, but I am on her mailing list. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, Homer, there you go. There's different colors and stickers and all that shit like that. So, did I tell you? Did I tell you that I bought my first vinyl? 
you've told us you have not you have not mentioned it on air did i did i okay cool yeah. i bought the new sammy album on vinyl just because i didn't really need it on cd but then i bought it on cd too because it had a target exclusive like he's talking about so so um, anyway man, no. anyway yeah so it's the only time i'll ever do it but uh but yeah the target exclusive had two extra songs on it but then i realized that it was the same two songs that they have on apple music so i'd already been listening to them it was kind of a disappointment it really was kind of a disappointment to be quite honest but that's all right i don't know if you could see the judgment in my face but it's there (laughs) oh yeah that's right because you asked me if i had a record player and i said no i don't have a record player nor do i plan to buy one because i don't even have a stereo anymore i have a i have a bluetooth device that i listen to music through my phone and have no desire to have a big contraption to listen to stuff on other than that. literally has every song you could ever write exactly yeah sean what you need to do with that sammy album is just buy a record it's just give it to you no i already bought it oh okay okay yeah i've got a a brown colored vinyl version that's uh, been delayed so it should be there by the time oh you didn't get the red one no, no, no. The, the, oh, there was a red one. There's a red one. <laughs> Deal will be right back. You have to go do some Black Friday shopping. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, got, I got a limited a, a release one that was like 300 copies. and uh, uh, But not red. But now that I know. But not red. It was brown. The brown rocker. That doesn't suck. The brown yeah, rocker. No. no, he's not the brown rocker. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> So the all right. So the, th- wait before we move on from Taylor <laughs> during COVID, I'm dur- trying during to COVID keep the show on track, and Richie keeps fucking derailing it. No, how many Taylor albums have you bought since February 2019 or 2020? Oh, I, I'd even I'd even up the ante on that. D, how many albums have you bought since February of 2020? I, I just want to know Taylor. He, there's no he way gave he me the finger the wag, number. and he can't even do the wag because his finger's cut. No, I, I went with the, the right one. Yeah, but the left one, the ball is so big, it's in the way. Like, it stops the finger from wagging. Oh my hold on, goodness. hold on. I'm, I'm looking up my Discogs thing. I'll tell you how. Because all the Taylor albums. D's, D's song, all, 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 my, all my pieces are comp- mean something different to D right now. Yeah. Fascinating pod for the uh, listeners. Do, 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 do. Oh, here we go. I actually bet Sean can say the answer before D does, and it'll be the right answer. The Taylor Swift right, album so, question? Yeah. 21? Oh, Jesus. That's way too many. Well, I would have gone with 12. No. Not counting. Not counting. Uh, uh, Here the we new go. One. It's, it's eight. Eight. Not counting eight. the new one. So it's, so it's 13. So it's 13. (laughs) That was sly. You almost got that past us. You did. You almost got that past us. Wow. One of them is worth $600. But you're not going to sell it. That's the thing. Of course you're not. You're never going to sell it. So so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it's worth if you're never going to sell it. That's just justification, which is fine. You don't have to justify it to us. If you want to own 13 of the same Taylor Swift album, that's your business. But it doesn't mean we're not going to give you shit for it. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny is, is like 
I don't even have five copies of a Pearl Jam record or a Foo Fighters record. I have five, I have three, I don't even remember what Wolfgang Van Halen was. Uh, but yeah, the Taylor Swift one is, is a record for me now. A record of records. So I think what you're saying is is that Taylor Swift has surpassed Pearl Jam as your favorite artist. I think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I'm Excellent. All right. You're, you've got the next song, D. I think, I, do. I think it's you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's me. It's uh, Jersey Giant by Ellie King, who we've had on the playlist before. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is actually... Actually, did we have I... her on the playlist? Oh, that yeah. might have been the episode that never aired. Well, she was on a playlist. We just never published the episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's possible too. If if we didn't, she's great. Go check her out. Uh, but so this is a cover song by uh, Tyler Childs. Uh, uh, that that I, uh, or Childers. I'm sorry. Uh, that I had just discovered from uh, a lady friend of mine in the last month or two, and then. You know, like it's it's a it's a song that's famous by him that has never been released. Mm-hmm. He just never recorded it, and and in the notes it, it it states that you know like he's not that person anymore. So he just never felt the need to record this song. Wait, but it's such a great song. Wait, I have a question. It's a song sure. that's famous by him, but he never recorded it. Right. It was. So know, he played in concert. People love. Oh, it. he played it in concert. Okay. All sure. right. All right. I so he'd written now. this song. Right. He's right. written this song and played it before, but it just never got. Recorded. Okay, I just didn't understand. Yeah. I was like, how does anybody know about it if he's never done it? Before? <laughs> okay, I get it. Sean, now. there's this thing called the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. 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 You should really check yeah. it out. <laughs> I I don't know what how useful the internet would actually be, you know, to music fans, but you know, apparently, someone should try it. Yeah, you know, like listening to, to people talk about music and, and things like that via the internet. Or people just recording it's things that where they talk about music, but nobody ever listens to it, such as this show. <laughs> yeah. Especially the people that make the recording. Yeah, yeah. yeah no shit. Uh. John, how many fucking shows have you listened to after we recorded them? I listened to all of them because oh, I, I edit them. Well, I guess you have to. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. I've listened to every single one, including the many, many, many that I wasn't invited to be on. So this song, uh, uh, he's he's getting ready. He's getting ready to tour, and Ellie King is going to be one of his opening acts. And she asked him, "Hey, can I do this famous fucking song of yours?" And uh, uh, and they just decided, "Yeah, no, this is a cool way to put this out in the world and and have people know it." And it's it's honestly, it's a it's a great fucking song, and and and, and I'm. Sean, you've given me shit for not being a country fan, but this is a very country song. It's funny. It's, well, it's so good. Well, it's funny because I, she didn't really necessarily start out as a country artist. She was more trying to be like a pop artist. And really, this is her niche. I mean, her yeah. voice fits perfectly for this type of a genre. And and she was actually on the uh, most recent uh, Country Music Association Awards not too long ago. And, and was her performance was off the charts. If you haven't seen it, look it up on YouTube. I mean, she was just all over the stage playing the piano, doing doing everything. She just rocked it. And uh, I think she fits in this genre way better than than um, her previous one. And like it's it's more of like a like I'm, I'm gonna say rockabilly sound, mm-hmm. but it's it's that that country rock mix, and she just crushes it. Like I well, love and, and her. The the and and the stuff that I've started gravitating towards, like the Jason Isbells, the Brandy Carlisles, yeah. you know, the the Americana, you know, 
kind of folk slash country slash rock music, you know, drive by truckers, shit like that. Yeah. Like, uh, like, and this, and this guy, uh, and, and, and her, you know, fit perfect. Like, like he, he's a, such a great singer songwriter and he would fit that vein of, yeah. uh, uh, Americana slash country slash, you know, rockabilly sort of thing. Like, like it's just, it's just fun music and, and the songwriting in that yes. genre the storytelling is so amazing. It's just two hours to get there, babe. I can make it back about an hour or so. Hold you close against my sin. I need a little warmth on the night so cold. Singing songs. He used to sing the one about the lady in the long black veil. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's just what I, I listen to a lot of the, uh, the, the fucking bootleg covers or cuts of, the original song yeah. and then to have her release this as he was announcing his tour was pretty cool. I wonder if the woman in the long black veil, if that's actually a song I couldn't, I yeah, couldn't the Johnny cash. Is that what it, is that what she's talking about? Yeah. The long black veil. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was let good. Me, let me look. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <pod>. <laughs> He's looking stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Long Black Veil. Uh, <laughs> the is the Johnny actual Cash. Johnny Cash song? Yeah. Like I don't think song. I know that song. Are, are you serious? I'm serious. Right. I'd recommend against right. playing it right now. No, this is actually... Oh, well, no, I was going to say maybe play it. Let's take a break and listen to it because yeah. I'm sure you've heard it before. But, uh, but we can do that after. We can do that after the show. Yeah, we can do that after. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, but no, it's just just uh, uh, I left town when we were over because it didn't feel the same. Every back road had a memory. Here's the back road reference again. Hmm. That's a country thing, staple. And every memory held your name. <laughs> the back road thing is a country staple. Is that what you said? Well, it's it's a redneck staple. Oh, okay. Well, and I've heard of people that have bodies like them. Anyway, Richie, your song's next. I think your song's next, Richie. Go ahead. <laughs> so before I get to this song, to be fair, D, I, I really, with all my, like, it took everything not to put it on there, but I almost threw on the song Unholy by uh, Sam Smith. It's a it's a new newer song. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot imagine. Like, I think you probably hated Heathens. The amount that you would have hated Unholy, like, would have just been fun. Like, it's... It's one of these kind of earworm, spooky songs. Do you like this song? This song, Heathens, I actually do. I no, actually no, 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 no. The Sam Smith song. I don't know. I don't think so. Like, so in general, I do not like uh, Sam Smith at all. Like, I, I don't like his sound. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of his. The this this new one that he has out called Unholy is interesting from a like sound perspective but the lyrics are complete filth like it'd be great if they didn't sing so no the answer is no yeah probably no okay yeah i i I would uh whenever we do this again just do not pick a song that you cannot stand up to you know like (laughs) uh, uh you stand up for you know like pick a song that you enjoy regardless of sean or i's reaction to it but 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 that's where like unholy is tough because it's like 
it's catchy for some reason and i can't i cannot figure out why i'll i'll, I'll send it to you at some point so you can just listen to it like it's it's there there's something going on there but then like if you actually look at the lyrics and look at what the song's about you want to go take a shower oh like, like body like a back road it, <laughs> it's it's way worse than body like a back road oh way worse the entire song is about a dude that's stepping out on his wife. Like it, yeah, it, it's bad. It's real bad. Mm. Like body on a body, like a backroads, at least about two consenting people that love each other. Sure. Um, well, yeah, this one, not so much. The consenting part is still up for grabs. No, it's, uh, it's definitely. Yeah. No. Anyway. So the anyway. song that we're supposed to talk about <laughs> is uh is heathens by 21 pilots i know i know in general you're not a 21 pilots fan at all i'm okay with most of 21 pilots and i really actually like this song like i i this was a so it was the theme song for the first suicide squad movie i just i i thought it had a cool vibe it's a very dark song very very dark but so I, i wanted to throw it out there i didn't hate i don't hate this song uh, uh, as far as 21 Pilots goes, yeah. it, it's not my favorite genre. It's a, uh, you know, I think, did you mention that I left uh, the Recommend Imagine Dragons in this song? Was it this song that, yes. that came? Yes, yeah. that was so yeah. funny. Uh, and and, it's, and it's, the, it's the same sort of vibe. Uh, but this song is, is harmless uh, uh, as far as, as that goes. Like it's, you know, it's not trying to be too much uh no they they, trying they they clearly were told hey you're basically writing a song for a bunch of bad guys that kill people but now they're the good guys and and, and i mean and that's like the broad brush strokes of suicide squad and what they were working with and and this is what they came up with it was yeah. you know the title track from that movie yeah i'm not a fan of this band yeah. but this song i i remember i think i was in uh, uh fayetteville north carolina listening to their local radio station yeah. you know so i heard this a lot it got this a and lot five of finger death. yeah yeah this and five finger death punch was like every other fucking song it was like uh uh, uh you know listening to ymg and it led zeppelin every other yeah. song sort of thing yeah but uh, and 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 i i will say like i i do kind of think of this song as a little bit of a euphemism for like our group in high school like as an outsider looking in, like, look at these shit, these out to. I wouldn't trust. Oh man, my, you're like, Stay that. Say that all again, because your uh, your internet was breaking up there, and oh, shit. and it was like it was like it was bleeping you out, and I actually wanted to hear you rip on us. Oh, so yeah, I, no, it <laughs> it just like and I and I'm talking like kind of the broader group of of guys in our class, and and the way a lot of people that didn't know us but knew knew of us would look at that group and be like i wouldn't trust these people with you know to mow my lawn let alone anything else and 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 ultimately all good guys like all people that would would you know maybe not take a bolt for you but would would definitely jump in a fight for you like and 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 that's the vibe that i always got from heathens that's an amazing analogy that's a that's that's such a cool way to think of the song because uh yeah no that's exactly that's exactly what it is we we yep. 
regardless of you know distance and, and and things like that like we do have a solid group of people in you know from the area we grew up yeah. that all still think rather fondly of each other right uh and 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 you know like if we had an event that was you know for some people that was near them they would be at it 1000 percent right. and and or you know somebody needed help like that's a great way to look at the song yeah. and, and and uh wow I will say that the, to your point on what you were saying, the, the line that really does fit that was we don't deal with outsiders very well. That was always, that's, yeah. that's fair. I mean, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. the ones from Winchester. Uh, that's a story oh for God. another day. Yeah. And, and I, I've got some stories, other stories about outsiders. Uh, oh, I'm sure. I'm that, sure. That, yeah, yeah. Mm. The only thing well. I like this song. The only thing I don't like about this song is how much better would this song be without all the auto tune shit that's in it. And, and I know that's D's big issue mm-hmm. with Twenty One Pilots. They're they're you know basically a fake band. Yeah, and and, and that was a, like like my niece, uh, my middle niece, you know, was into like nineteen seventy five and Twenty One Pilots yep. for a while, and and she's graduated to Arctic Monkeys and uh, uh, you know like bands that actually play instruments and, and that, <laughs> you know and 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 it's it's uh and, and and that's it it's it's the whole pseudo fucking you know like every band is you know like in the 1975 especially tried to be 80s yeah uh and, and you know like bring synthesizers back and i'll never get the autotune thing except mm-hmm. for picture by kid rock and cheryl crow which was the 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 best use of autotune yes. of all time, in my book. You know, regardless of what people think of you know, Kid Rock or Show Pro, <laughs> you know, but uh, but yeah, but it, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's what what you just explained makes me think of this song in a fucking way deeper way, yeah. and uh, that's cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah. the the whole. Yeah, these these may be shitbags with me, but these are this is who I roll with. Like these are my well, people. These, and, and... these shitbags got my back and believe yep. in me and 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 take care of me. It's it it and it's you know, you know, if you're a shitbag, you have to forgive shitbaggery from other people. You oh can't yeah, yep. Sean, have you ever actually seen this this version of Suicide Squad? No. No, I didn't think you had. You, Richie, you've seen it, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 the, it, it was an interesting version of it, but you know, the James Gunn version obviously is way fucking cooler. I have problems with both movies. Like, I, I neither neither movie did it for me. I, I, I Wait. think I think Suicide Squad would could be incredible. They just haven't made that movie yet. In my opinion, well, I thought that the second one was good for about the first half to maybe two thirds of it, and then it just went to complete shit, and it just drove me yeah. crazy. The last, the last hour of it, I hated it. I, I think I think we talked about it because mm-hmm. I remember actually the quote that uh, uh, nobody likes to show off. Yeah, except for when the show off is fucking badass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so. Can we take a break really quick? Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah. Let's do that. Because I have to pee. Hmm. Of course. 
All right, welcome back to Sean and D's Good Tape. A uh, couple more songs left to go, and the next one, D, is yours. Yeah, this going back to uh, Denmark with with Jen from France. Uh, this is Beachland Ballroom by the Idols, or by Idols. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, this band blew my fucking mind, blew our fucking minds. Uh, and and this song I thought was probably the most. It's a great song, a great fucking song off their last album, Crawlers, that came out in 2021. But this was the one that I thought that would most interest the two of you. Uh, so I'm curious uh, to to hear your opinions. Yeah, I, I liked it in terms of um, in terms of that it was about you know basically their their start and how they how they built themselves up and and how life was hard and you know all of the stuff that came with it. I thought I, I like it when something tells a story like that. And, and I, I love just the story that this one tells. So I, I like the song and it's, it's the, you know, as they're coming up, they look at this place. They they have this goal in mind of, of coming back and, and playing the Beachland ballroom. And like, they think that, Hey, if we get there, we've made it. And, and eventually they do, you know, a year later they come back and they play that ballroom and they made it. And like, they actually have the wherewithal to take that step back and be like, okay, let's admire the view for a second and now let's push on. But it's that, it's that taking that little bit to, to really understand when you've, when you've reached a, whether it was an actual goal or just a, you know, God, uh, you know, at this point we're talking about like for us, we, we did all those weddings growing up, you know, we, we were in every, um, you know, venue out there and, and we saw so many people get married as caterers. And then like, you know, Sean and I, got married in those venues and like like you've you've reached a step in life that that you like seem so far out and now you're there and and you move on to the next thing i once served the food and now i'm eating the food yes exactly (laughs) it's a good analogy it's just kind of funny yeah a very simple one but sweet jesus i just thought it was a fun fucking song (laughs) like holy shit like you see me down and I mean on my knees, please don't think that I'm praying. I'm damaged. Yeah. Oh like wow. Well, yeah. so to be fair, oh, I would wait. not have I would not have <laughs> taken all of that from the song if you hadn't sent us the extra homework. And then you go and start reading the articles and what the song's about and, and the meaning of the song and, and then you're like, Oh, oh, this is way more interesting than, than what I heard in those three minutes. There there's a little bit more going on here. So one thing, I'm impressed that you guys actually did the extra homework this time. <laughs> and second, but no, that blows my mind because, yes, the, the song was all about coming back like, oh, fuck, this this was a really good show. Like, we want to come back and blow the this fucking crowd away. And 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 for you to, to put that in to the words that you just did, yeah, wow. Well, so, so well, I, got, I think we, I think we got to be fair here, really quick though. Richie only did part of the homework because remember he didn't get to do the other part because he was getting a Christmas tree for his front porch. Yes. That is that is oh. very true. Mm-hmm. That is very true. Trying yeah. to kill his wife. That that was the last minute homework that he assigned today. I did the early homework. Yeah, I didn't do the extra yeah. credit. Uh, for for the listeners, this was the band played at a tavern that has a huge ballroom kind of adjoining it. So like the first time they go through the tavern, they have a great show. It, it sounds like a great venue to see a concert at, but then they kind of look over in this ballroom and they're like, wow, could you imagine playing something that big? 
and it's that that next step of progression that the band would make and at the time they're like oh you know maybe in 10 years and like a year later they've gotten big enough that they're playing the ballroom so it'd be be kind of like by comparison playing the tavern in winchester and then oh wait there's nothing else in winchester that would be nicer than the tavern right yeah. No. Okay. okay. Even the tavern wasn't that nice. <laughs> did we establish it's got a different name, by the way? Uh, we did not on the show. On the last show. I don't think anyone. <laughs> yes. I don't think the show I would do. care. I remember the last show we actually talked about this. Yeah. yeah, sure. yeah. So. But I don't remember. The so name. sidebar really quick. <laughs> sidebar really quick. Going back to Hamilton's because you mentioned it earlier. Um, George Hamilton owes me a dollar thirty-five because the other day I went and stopped and got a soda out of the soda machine at Hamilton's. It had been expired for a week. The soda had been, how does that happen? How does that happen? Uh, um, we used to have to fill that that thing up all the time. I mean, does nobody drink soda from there anymore? Complain to Hamilton who like, I don't know. I don't know, but I want my dollar 35. Who the fuck is running that horse? Cause that soda was flat. A dollar 35 for a can of soda. It wasn't, it was a bottle. It was actually a pretty good deal for a bottle. It was yeah. just that it had been expired for a week and it was flat. So, so, so yeah. I'm in Japan and, and, and my niece Adeline, uh, who's 10 years old, is obsessed with anime and Japanese things now. And uh, I woke up this morning to text uh, asking me if I've tried the clear Coke that's here. And I didn't realize that was something that, that existed. So I'm going to have to, to find that Maybe out. she didn't mean soda. Is that... But like, is that soda? <laughs> Actually, wait. Coke never did a clear in the states, right? Pepsi did. No. Pepsi had a clear. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'm just pretending. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was clear cocaine and watermelon squirt that that she asked me. About. <laughs> they go together. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and and maybe this is a real thing. I just don't know. Like, like, oh yeah, I put the clear cocaine into the watermelon and everything. <laughs> I do like I do like that Richie was trying to keep it serious. I appreciate that. I appreciate well, it. There was like he's he's been so nostalgic on this episode. And, yeah. and, and, and uh, like me and you have fucking derailed it a thousand times. Yeah. No, I, he's just like, I fully I admit, I am the one who's made this a shit show tonight. It has been me for the most part and I'm having fun. So yeah. So, no, it's a, okay. Yeah. Seriously. Do you guys remember clear Pepsi? Yeah. That was a thing. Yeah. yeah crystal yeah. Pepsi. It was called crystal Pepsi, but they never had a clear Coke in the States, right? No, I don't, I don't I think, think so. so. Cause it went from Coke to new Coke and Coke classic. Yep. And uh, uh, I don't, I don't remember. Like that was back when I was drinking soda. Like I don't remember what the difference was between the two. But I remember drinking soda. I always preferred Coke to Pepsi. Yes. Yeah. And we drank Mountain Dew, like you know, fucking crackheads. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, yeah, now it's Monsters and and uh, Starbucks for people. I mean, Starbucks. I, I I can't do energy drinks that like makes my heart you know just fucking explode Uh, yeah yeah what do you do at starbucks what's your drink at starbucks oh i i don't do starbucks i'm not i i will do like one soda a day i i try to limit caffeine intake i'm high on life (laughs) life i go to starbucks once in a while (laughs) 
I, 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 I'm, you know what I'm down to now is a venti iced coffee. That's it. With a Whoa. That's it. That's, That's impressive. All yeah, yeah. I used to do the the uh, uh, what's the what's the middle one? Grande. Grande. Uh, or uh, tall, tall. No, grande, grande. Yeah, it was a grande white mocha with an extra shot of espresso, and uh, yeah. But now I'm just iced coffee with a little bit of half and half, and that gets me through the day. For all the uh, dozens of baristas that listen to us, yeah, go ahead and send those over to D. <laughs> Danielle is a barista, by the way. Ah. At Starbucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyhow, all right. <laughs> Beachland. Beachland Ballroom. Great fucking song. I, I, I would highly recommend this band to anybody. Uh, it's very punk rock, uh, very heavy. It's not like the guy has the greatest voice in the world, but, you know, it's, it's Counting Crows sort of thing where he means everything he's fucking saying, and you don't doubt it. So... But I love this song. Me and Jen uh, from France were blown away by them. The best opening band I've ever seen with Pearl Jam. Wow. And uh, besides the uh, Cardinals and Dodgers game. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Who's the best opening I, band you've ever seen? Me? Yeah, just in general. Well, I, I think now it's Idol. But, hmm. but we also had Cracker uh, as an opening band. For, hmm. It was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of them. I had that's a, shine down shine down was not great but they were an opening band once mm-hmm. oh my god mm-hmm. that was, we've talked about this a million times <laughs> mine was the mine was the struts when they opened for the foo fighters a few years ago they were great oh who uh what the fuck was the name of the the band that uh opened up for foo fighters i don't know uh, uh, i'll think of it and i'll bring it up in the last song that we talked about but uh but they're a great band and very popular. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think we talked about it last one. Anyway, <laughs> so the last song on the on the list, just so we can get to it and we'll sidebar our way through it, just like we have the rest of this episode. But um, but it was a song that, as I said at the beginning, I had not heard when I picked it for the playlist. And it worked out because it's a pretty solid song. And it's Goodbye by Mammoth WVH, Wolfgang Van Halen, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, but, uh, they, this is a bonus track that he put on the deluxe version of his album that he, uh, that he came out with what now in 2020, was it 2020 or 2021? I think it was 2020. Okay. It was distance came out, distance came out in late 2020, but I think the album might've came out in early 2021. Oh, you're right. You're right. So, but anyway, he re-released it with some bonus tracks on it. And this is the last track of the bonus tracks. And I just happened to see on a message board that he released a song and I just threw it on there. And you know what? I'm not going to say it's the best song on the album by any stretch, but it's, it's a pretty solid song. It's solid. Yeah. Agreed. It's that whole album's good. Mm -hmm. It really is. It, it really is. I don't think this kid has written a bad song yet, or, or, or you know, like, like this is a song that would you would listen to on the radio in 1996, yeah, and turn up and and fucking you know, yeah. sing, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. It's it's very heavily influenced by like late 90s, early 2000s rock. That's really what it well, sounds sure. it's like. A Van Hale. He's influenced yeah. by Van Halen. I don't think well, it sounds like a Van Halen song, though. I don't necessarily. I think it no, sounds no, no, more no. like. I think it sounds more like those early two thousands bands. Yeah. You know that that he probably listened to a lot as a kid. No, I get it. 
but uh, but but it's just a solid song. It's just a solid fucking rock slash pop song. Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, you don't, you don't. Nobody hates the song. Everybody hears the song and it's like, fuck, that's that's a pretty good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's the type of song that just isn't made enough these days. Like it's yes, yeah, yeah. There's no auto tune. There's no fucking. Uh, 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 DJ Scratch, there's no fucking uh, uh, extra, you know, uh, I just said it yeah, from the song, uh, synthesizer thing, yeah. you know, that sort of shit. Yeah. yeah no, it's just, it was a good pick. Yeah. And, and a yeah. great song to uh, say goodbye to. Were you trying to, were you trying to make a pun? Oh. A punny segue, maybe? Segway, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. Hmm. Interesting. Sean, so that was a dick move. Huh? Hey, I that am dick. dick it was. It was. It's yeah, what I it do. Was a dick move. Mm-hmm. No, I was I was insulting Sean. I was sticking up for you, Richie. <laughs> no. It didn't feel oh, like I thought, you, I, I thought you were saying what <laughs> I did was a dick move. No, no. I said Sean, that was a dick move. <laughs> yeah, yeah I get I get it. Yeah. You thought I okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's all good. That's, that's, that's probably a good way to end this. Yeah. <laughs> so, are we doing any other shows, or was this just a one-off? What are we doing here? Well, the Sammy Hagar album. I'm really interested in doing okay. doing that show. Uh, but but I would love I would love to do. By the way, anymore. by the way, on our last episode, which I know you haven't listened to, so you wouldn't maybe remember that you said this, but you talked about, because I mentioned the Collective Soul album and how good it was, and you took that as your moment to talk about how shitty the Sammy Hagar album was going to be. You just saw it in your mind that it was going to be bad because of the one song that had been released at that point and you didn't like it. That funky feng shui. That wasn't the song was that awful. was released at that point. That oh. song is bad. No, that song is bad, but you said this album is going, you, you went on a rant, which I'm going to pull off for when we do the Sammy album, because, um, you really made yourself look like an ass basically is what you did. So yeah. Cause yeah. the album, the album is amazing. The album is really amazing. Is really fucking good. And, and both of us talked about it as it came out, Sean, like we were both like, Fuck, I, I'm not sure about this. Yeah. And then I, I, I think I actually said, no, I think this is actually a really good record because it doesn't sound like a lot it, uh, obviously funky feng shui is a horrible horrible fucking song mm-hmm. like but, but tequila it, bad worse yes it's worse worse no it's not it's, a it's bad not song. worse than tequila. it's a bad song well it but, is because i actually I, don't mind tequila because i understand <laughs> that it's just a fun song and i don't have yeah. to take it so seriously like d does well so. funky feng shui is a fun so, well, it's but not, we, but it's anyhow, bad though. We can, we can, we can save, we can save this conversation for that. But, uh, but yeah, no, that one. I, I, and and I'm. It's been a while now, so uh, it's been a while. It's <laughs> since uh, uh, stained. We yeah. we've shared uh, with with uh, Fred Dirks. Uh, we've. It's been a while. It, like I loved hearing the songs that you guys wanted to share. Uh, it, so I, I'm I'm open to whatever the fuck you guys want to do, but I think the Sammy Hagar album is one that we should do, and uh, and if you guys have any ideas for you know another playlist, I'd love to hear. I actually so said I, earlier I, today with the Sammy album to Amanda, I was because I was listening to it while I was doing dishes, and uh, I said it might be his best solo record that he's ever put out. 
Whoa. Not not Van Halen good, but but solo record, it might be his best one ever. I so, think so too. But I was so surprised at how much I enjoyed it on first listen after hearing, you know, what the, the little tidbits when it came out. I was so surprised how enjoyed how much I enjoyed it. So so I have an idea for this, but I'll wait till after we cut and tell you guys what it is. Okay. And and uh, I, I think there's a way we can do this that'll be fun. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Well, let's, let's wrap it up for the week. We're about an hour and a half in. So anyway, I apologize for derailing this episode as much as I did, but it was fun anyway. So anyway, all right, we will wrap it up and be back next time here on Sean and D's good tape.